0: somewhere in the northeast you're never gonna find us fuck you we are pirates right podcasting. on the ukrainian border oh, 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 oh. oh no dude oh no dude dude hold <laughs> on all right we're, we're gonna get to the big news in a second but i'm so glad you brought this up because have you seen some of the stories it's fucking amazing like yes I Look, There's I know, wild like, shit going people on. don't want us to get into politics and all that, like, fuck you, like, this is my show and I'm gonna get it a little political here. Like, these Ukrainians are some bad motherfuckers, dude. D- Alright, firstly, president? firstly, did you, yes, the president, sure. But firstly, did you see the guy moving the landmine with his bare hands whilst smoking a cigarette? <laughs> no. What the fuck, legendary shit! I did not see
1: that, dude. It's
0: fucking—he's just walking it very slowly with a fucking landmine in his fucking hands while he is smoking a fucking cigarette. In a tracksuit, of course. Love the tracksuit hustle in Eastern Europe. Just love it, like love the tracksuit hustle. I'm
1: watching it. I'm yes. watching it right now. It's fucking insane. the most Eastern European thing I've ever seen. <laughs> did you see, like,
0: right... I don't know, like, where in the timeline it is, but all I know is there's, like, an this old guy's Ukrainian... This just
1: smoking a dart, walking with the land. Dude! On. Did he set it off?
0: <laughs> I don't think so, man. Um, uh, Did you see... I don't where know where... he's putting it? I, off the road somewhere. Um, Where's he putting it? Ooh, good one. Uh, although probably pretty insensitive. We apologize Geopolitical (laughs) issues. It's not doubles expertise. Probably no.
1: (laughs) Um,
0: Then there was a a woman, like a very old Ukrainian woman, and I don't know where in the timeline this lies, like in the invasion. But I'm pretty sure it was very early on. She walks up to this Russian soldier, and this is what she says to him.
1: Oh, I, I saw yeah, that. Yeah, I hope
0: you had some su- some sunflower seeds in your pocket so that something will grow out of your dead corpse because you're not leaving this country again. Like, that shit is like, what the fuck? That's some cold-hearted shit to say to a motherfucker, dude. That's amazing. And then I don't know if it's real because I keep seeing that it isn't real and then seeing that it is real again. But have you Rest heard about Kiev. The- Yes, dude.
1: Did yeah, we talked yeah, about this on uh, the show? It's not. We did last week at the end. Okay, of the, the very so end. so they said it's it wasn't real. real,
0: but they said it
1: was real again. Someone came
0: back so, and said he was real.
1: I think the person exists. The numbers are blown out of proportion. Yeah, they're always blown out of proportion. But like, I mean, I I don't think there's any. That's way what you need to win. Six planes in one night.
0: It's possible. That's what you need to win a war, dude. Like, look yeah, at yeah, just um, hope. Well, yeah, and then like, there's always badass characters. Like, fuck something for the
1: enemy to like fear. This president, and that's it, that's the thing with the Russian president, or not the Russian president, excuse me, the Ukrainian president, Zelensky. If they kill him, he's a martyr. Right. And right. if they let him live, then you're getting cocked by this guy who's an actor. Right. Because you found you know how he became the president. Uh, not really, no. I, I know oh there's, my God. like, a crazy Let me, story, let me educate dude. you, bro. Yeah, please. So he played a fucking... He played... He was an actor. Yeah. He played the president in a movie. And, like, basically, like, right now, like, they're getting invaded or whatever the fuck in the movie, and, like, the president... He, he was an actor in the movie, became a, the president, and that's, like, exactly what happened in his real life. He ended up... The people... That were like super fans of the movie made their own political party, based off the movie, and got, got him elected. Ma- got him elected. I mean, you know, I say this a lot. On right now the he's show. out there on the front lines with a gun, just like what a bad motherfucker conducting his country against a Russian invasion.
0: What a bad mother. I mean, look, I say this a lot on uh, on this podcast, but I think this like typifies it more than anything that's ever happened. You cannot write shit as good as real life. You just can't write that dude. You you can't can't write that. That's fucking crazy. And speaking of which, while we're on the subject, jumping around a little bit here, have you seen all the shit that's been happening with hockey? Like CCM is not going to use Ovechkin's image. And like, I see people on Twitter and shit being like, fuck that. And I'm like, hold on, dude, the guy campaigned for Putin. And they're like, well, you know, they're just hockey players. I'm like, yeah, you can say that. But, like, Panarin took a stance and was like, no, fuck that guy. Like, you know, like, take a stance. <laughs> it's really, you know,
1: take a stance. Right. That's all I'm saying. It's not and that difficult they, to do. I just saw he got his... Uh image removed from a couple of commercials today too, on top of the CCM shoot.
0: Yeah. Now, I mean the whole thing about like not using any Russian players, I don't think that's necessarily fair, but Ovechkin, like it's fucking fair, dude. Sorry. It's fair. The dude campaign for Putin. It's fair. Like that's all I can say, but we'll get off politics. Hot start to stone sports this week. Um, we have an awesome interview with uh armchair coming up today we talk a lot of football and a lot of hockey too so that'll be fun but we have some big news so double my brother why don't
1: you let these people know the news we are sponsored we have a presenting sponsor stone sports presented by sugar sugar cbd um, they sell CBD cigarettes, help people quit smoking. The, they're called Cream. It's the sugar CBD, the cream cigarettes by Sugar. Uh, they're based in California, and they are now our presenting sponsor. Uh, Each cigarette contains premium American-grown hemp selected for potency, taste, and smoothness. Stems and seeds are sifted out before the hemp is sent to production. Uh, They've got sweet tips, which are their signature component. Uh, Charmingly sweet filters complement the natural aroma of hemp to create a first-class flavor profile. We're going to get more into that next week, but uh, I will explain how to do it real quick. You (laughs) basically just go to our... uh, our, any of our social pages, Twitter, Instagram, any of the socials, uh, you'll see a link tree on our in our bio. You go in there, uh, you click the link to go to their store, and you can see all of their selections there. Make sure to check out fucking Sugar CBD, our new presenting sponsor. Thank you, guys.
0: I mean, it only took, what, 90-some episodes. Um, so I think that's pretty good. I'm, I'm, I'm fairly proud of us right now. Yeah, I'm real proud. It's definitely a definitely
1: a big win for the show.
0: And and giving CBD to the people a helpful helpful you know I guess to you help you quit medicine. smoking
1: cigarettes.
0: Yeah, quit smoking cigarettes. It's good for your joints. It's start good for smoking some CBD ciggies. Come on, dude! I actually do all the time, and they taste delicious. It is awesome. Uh, yeah, that's fucking cool. Um, I guess we're gonna have to start doing ad reads now, which is um. A level of professionalism I was never prepared to reach on this podcast. No, but we're here and we'll figure it out. And also, while we're on the subject, what
1: episode is this? Ninety. Uh, hold on. I'll check the. I'll check the Spotify. I think it's ninety. I'm
0: checking the Spotify right now. If I'm right, I'm a hero. Are you going with ninety? Is that your yeah. number?
1: Yeah. If we it's are, not, it's $80. Uh, I think it's ninety.
0: 89. Fuck.
2: <laughs> That's fucking
0: crazy, though. I'll be honest with you, Dubs. Like, you know, When you said you wanted to do this, I was like, awesome. I've always wanted to do this. This is going to be so much fun. But I had no idea I was going to be talking to your ass on a weekly basis
1: for 90 90 <laughs> It's been less than that like, we did two episodes a week for a while. But yeah, I mean, I've been talking like seventy-five weeks. I've been talking to you every week for fuck what? Oh, uh, like three years now, probably. And hey, four. We don't we don't make a like we don't have a set date to do this like to record every day. But no, not recently. We don't. Birdie's family is week. going through a lot of medical issues but yeah we fucking don't we hustle bro we hustle we hustle we hustle last week or this week was the first week we've ever taken off a color cast too we'll be back next week stronger than ever you goddamn right
0: you goddamn right all right i think that's enough of us tooting our own horn here um that's a little unbecoming let's Get into some spurts, and then we'll move to through the well, I got interview. nonsense first. Oh, yes, yes, we do have nonsense. The, 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 uh, the, the uh, so-sacred nonsense must be given to the people.
1: A high school in South Africa has been reportedly affected by what is believed to be an evil spirit attack. Dope. The incident happened at Dr. E.P. Lakella High School in Galashway, North Cape, uh, South Africa course as stated on wednesday morning february 23rd when girls apparently started acting hysterical after the first period about 18 girls mostly in grades 8 to 10 started crying screaming and rolling on the floor oh oh you meant a scary creature that was making them weak when you said first
0: period i thought you meant (laughs) after their first period that's what i thought you said and i was like wait 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 what what
1: what what? recycles jesus christ i'm an idiot have they had their first blood So
2: they drew first blood.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: Confusing your life with John Rambo's again. Yeah, you're 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 confusing your life in the way of John Rambo's life again. Um, and they all saw an evil creature. An evil creature. Is there a description of this scary creature? Um,
1: I'm like bobbing and weaving in
0: my room right now for
1: no reason shadow boxing
0: yeah i am i'm shadow boxing a scary creature
1: there is no description listed in the article whack whack super whack they'd go into detail about a lot of shit that is not the creature all right but, le- but they're all, right, are all let's in different it. classes they reportedly started oh. acting up after the first period none of them could identify something that they could have eaten or drank after reports that the That the kids may have eaten, quote, space cookies. So, like, weed brownies? That's the only thing I can think of. The incident was similar to one at St. Boniface High School two weeks ago where the high school had to be dismissed due to disruptions. I believe the same scenario happened at another high school in Galishway on Tuesday, February 22nd at E.P. Lacala. Pastors were called to the school while several, several parents also arrived uh, after learning about the situation. Apparently it took one of the kids about four hours to return to her normal self okay uh, one of the kids affected is in grade eight expressed how shocked and drained she was after her experience her aunt is a tradi- traditional healer and her grandmother a prophet said she collapsed in the woman's toilet i went to the toilet with two of my friends i heard a powerful force shutting the door and got a shock and strong shivers i started praying before getting out of the toilet when i opened the door i saw a creature passing the toilet door where i was supposed to exit i felt weak and everything went blank all right T- salem witch trials
0: yeah, that's what I was gonna say. When when if this was the only high school it happened at, I'd be like, "Whoa, like I'm legitimately freaked out." That's kind of fucking nutty. But if it's happened before already, like it becomes like a sort of mass hysteria. Like, did you ever see that documentary on Netflix years ago? I can't remember. What it's, I think it's called like Bridge End or something like that. But there was this one oh, no. town in England where like 15 kids all committed suicide in like a couple years. Jesus, dude, it's massively bleak and depressing. So, you know, I wouldn't really watch it, but like it's a really fucked up sort of thing that happens where like one kid does something and then a bunch of kids just start doing that thing, you know. But yeah, Salem Witch Trials for sure. Like the Crucible. Do
1: you ever have to read that shit? Was yes. that what it's called? Yes, it was the Crucible. OK, yeah. I had, had to a- read that. Week and- Reeks of that. Like, uh, maybe my senior year, junior
0: year? Yeah, I don't remember. I mean, I was so high all the time. I couldn't remember if that was what it was <laughs> called, you know? I just remember reading it and being like, this is some bullshit.
1: Are I think it have been junior year, because I think we read, like, Huckleberry Finn and then that. Oh, shit, we read Huckleberry Finn when I was in, like, eighth grade or some shit.
0: We read we Lord of the Rings my senior year. We read The Fellowship of the Ring my senior year and I was so bored cuz I'd already read it twice. I was like, I don't like this book that much. Shocker. Sorry. <laughs> Hot take. I know people are going to come after me for it, but I just don't By the think way, Lord of the Rings I heard is Batman that good. Was fire. Oh my god, dude, I am so fucking pumped for the Batman. Fuck, it's going to be awesome. Is it on HBO? Do you know? I don't know. It fucking better be on HBO. Because I'm going to. Uh, look, I'm getting back up on the soapbox real quick. I'm so fucking sick and tired of going to these goddamn superhero movies. And there's some fucking like 30 year old sexist ass neckbeard mansplaining to his girlfriend about the superhero in the movie. Like, oh yeah, in the comics, he does this, does that. And he's always wrong. He's always wrong. It's, it's some bullshit story. <laughs> like, one of my favorite memes I ever saw, you know, they're about to do the Moon Knight movie. And it was yeah. like, it was like, uh, moon Marvel fans at you know nine years old who the fuck is Moon Knight Marvel fans after the Moon Knight movie comes out oh I've been a Moon Knight fan my whole life <laughs> you know I mean? it's like, fuck all of you people dude but yeah the Batman looks hype as shit I I like Robert Pattinson dude I know he the Twilight shit is whack but I think that motherfucker can act bro like that dude can act and Colin Farrell is the penguin like sign me the fuck up for that dude that's gonna be amazing. I'm like, I'm. Have you seen the, like makeup and shit on him?
1: Yeah. He, he looks, looks like a completely great. different human being. He does. He looks like a different human. He looks like a real scumbag. Yeah. He looks. He looks like um, like Ron,
0: Jeremy, and Donald Trump kind of like morphed into one thing.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Maybe like a little bit of Tony
1: Soprano in there too. But like, I think he look. If you see the Harry Potter movies, yeah, of course. I think he looks like how they wanted Peter Pettigrew to look like. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Like maybe, maybe a little bit of Mad and Eye and film Moody now. In there. Right. If they could go back and film it now, they would cast Colin Farrell as. Peter Pettigrew and Mad-Eye Moody would be doing two roles.
0: Well, hold on. Brendan Gleeson is Mad-Eye Moody, and Brendan Gleeson is a fucking living legend. Also in one of the great films of all time with Colin Farrell called In Bruges. Highly recommend. One of the best movies I've ever seen in my entire fucking life. You would probably really like it. It's a little boring, but it's mad funny and fucked up. You would probably really like it. You should watch it. Maybe when I come up, we could watch it. I'm down. It's kind of bleak, but it's still cool i'm down i'm fucking down hell yeah all right um the the nonsense went like not really nonsense we went kind of
1: heavy there a little bit i've got more nonsense if you want to get less heavy yeah let's do more nonsense and then we'll we'll just hit the spurts all right uh i got there's bees coming themselves to death
0: (laughs) what (laughs)
1: <laughs> if you've ever seen a dead bee that looks like it has partly exploded, there's a good chance it died in a more not-safe-for-work death than you're picturing. Uh, it turns out that when drones die in extreme heat, their last act is to ejaculate out a part of their own abdomen. Wait, what? Male bees, which they call drones, uh, right? When they die from shock, which happens if they get too hot, they right. spontaneously ejaculate postdoctoral fellow at UBC's Michael Smith said uh, Dr. Doc- B health expert Dr. Allison McAfee said in a statement they have this elaborate endophallus that comes out and is about the size of their own abdomen it's pretty extreme they have a dick that just <laughs> shoot, when they die it just shoots through their stomach comes out of their body and they ejaculate and die okay <laughs> First
0: of all, I love, I bet that woman is awesome. I would love to date her if she says, you I got this dick that comes out of her stomach. It's pretty extreme. (laughs) She's fucking chugging Mountain Dew and just like zipping down triple black diamonds for a living. Like that woman is extreme as fuck. But secondly, the first thing I thought of when you said that, I was like, wait, 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 imagine like, you're like we're in battle together right like we're on a battlefield fighting the russians and like like boom, 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 boom. and i get like shot in you know like, like oh, in the throat and i'm like i'm going to oh. die and then i just come out my entire stomach like my entire stomach comes out of my dick
2: <laughs> that's what i
0: thought you were saying but, but it's even more ridiculous it's like alien it's like a chest burster from alien but it's a dick <laughs>
1: I'm oh, crying. I'm
0: crying. We should make a cartoon sketch where it's like bees fighting in the trenches of World War One, <laughs> and one gets like shot in the shoulder, and he's like, "Oh, tell oh my, my, God, my I need tell, it tell my mother <laughs> I love her," and then the dick just like shoots out of his <laughs> chest. <laughs> <laughs> Bees are weird. Dude, bees are fucking weird, man. I will never look at a bee the same again. Like, I used to panic because they were stinging me. Uh, now I'm like, dude, get your fucking I nasty your, it, your chest dick, dick away, away from me. From me. Yeah, yeah dude, dude.
1: You fucking gross piece of shit. Uh, uh. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. And now, yeah, that's all I'm thinking about It's like, bees in a war. It's like the beach... <laughs> the beaches of normandy <laughs> dicks everywhere that's what we call it yeah
0: the, the oh the beaches of normandy yes <laughs> i got you i got you that's pretty solid dude i really <laughs> like that <laughs> Even just a drawing of a bunch of, like, dead bees on the beaches of Normandy with, like, <laughs> just
1: dicks just dicks everywhere. Out. Just dicks everywhere. Like a fucked up Jonah Hill from Superbad. <laughs> I can't stop drawing bees with their stomach dicks out. <laughs>
0: oh, oh, shit. Okay. Sports? Yeah, I think it's about time. No baseball. No baseball. Still No baseball. Um, what do you think happens
1: first? They turned down their final offer. Oh, so it's it's over. I mean, it's not over-over, but, like, they, we're not going to have was, 162 games. I was about to say, what do you think
0: is over first? The, the, What do you think happens first? The Russians leave the Ukraine or baseball? You know, like, it's a fun game Ugh. I've been playing with my brother for, like, the past week. I'm like, what do you think happens yeah. first? Jesus Christ comes back or
1: baseball. (laughs) Right now, the Russian thing might be. Yeah, dude. They might be
0: pretty close. Did you see what Mike Trout tweeted? No, I didn't. Basically, he tweeted saying he was like, look, I understand that the fans are frustrated. And I'm paraphrasing here. But he said, I understand the fans are frustrated, but we have to get this CBA right for the future generations of players which is like okay i i can understand that i can understand that but I, that's I, it's the owners it's not the players right no no no. i agree with you i'm not putting the onus on the players i'm just saying i can understand why the players do this so fucking right. often
1: you i know? get it too. you i mean i fucking i'd hold out right now i mean i it's going to affect the owners bottom dollar before it's going to affect the players really i mean it's going to affect both but yeah they're losing more than the players are i, I yeah i mean it's just like the longer it goes you know yeah
0: I, I i see a lot of people on twitter like being very upset about it and i guess it it's like i can understand why they're upset cuz from their perspective it's like dude shut the fuck up like you guys get so much more money than a lot of other professional athletes, even, you know, like baseball contracts are ridiculous as far as American sports go. They're ridiculous. Um, I mean, nothing is more ridiculous than like the fucking messy contract, you know, but. um, And
1: it was messy. Yeah.
0: It. Yeah. I mean, like, but it's still at the same token, like when Mike Trout says something like that, it's like, okay, like that makes sense, dude. You know, fair enough. It's a fair call. Yeah, no baseball.
1: I miss it though, dude. I miss it a lot. I miss baseball. I'm hoping <laughs> like I said, I'm hoping the owners eventually cave where we get like a hundred and like forty games. I mean I, I think just, eventually they the have other thing to, with right? me and like you too, Like both of us. We're both right. big stack guys. Yeah. Absolutely. This is now going to be the second season in three years that's shortened. Right. How is that going to affect like the bottom stats long term?
2: Yeah.
1: No, I was thinking stats long term. Like fucking Mike Trout, like is a goat. Yeah. What if he has two fucking seasons taken off his season of his career? Right. Right. His numbers aren't going to look the same. And then, like you you talk about future generations, like they're gonna. Nobody's going to forget about Mike Trout, but you you no. get my point.
0: Yes, I do understand your point. I mean, yeah, I think Mike Trout is not necessarily the best example because mm-hmm. like
1: I'm just using the first guy that comes right, to mind. Right. Problem. I'm just saying like the, like the people I'm really concerned about Hall are like fame, the guys like you know? Raphael, like Raphael Devers. Right. That's that's
0: yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> um yeah, no, I I agree with you. It's I mean, I think eventually the owners have to cave. Right, because
1: like, which is how how much are we gonna lose before that happens?
0: Yeah, yeah. I I mean, it's looking like it's gonna be more than
1: I would have said. Everyone thought it was gonna be done. Everyone thought it was gonna be done the other day. Right. Like the last offer, everyone seemed super confident. Like, all right, we're gonna get a full season, and fucking Rob Manfred's a clown, dude. Yeah. Like, I needs to get. I mean, I he needs to go. I mean, dude. Like, but see. <clears throat> this is
0: something i don't know the game like, was dying and they the put commissioner? it you know what i mean that's like the,
1: that's the fucking problem
0: right like how do but, you like uh, you have to have a full-scale like revolt which you know look maybe insensitive thing to say but that's the one thing communism always got right
1: a good old-fashioned revolution baby the sport <laughs> you know? was dying and he went to the grim reaper with a scythe and he said here's our sport yeah, and that's the and that's thing that, you that I'm the most Rob worried Manfred about. In
0: charge. That's the thing I'm the most worried about is is baseball could die. You know, I mean that's being a little dramatic, but it's definitely in the cards. You know, like it's a part of the conversation you have to have. Like it is a dying sport, which I personally think if they just made some changes they could fix. But yeah, this is not good, and I don't want that to happen because I personally believe that it is one of the great things that we gave the planet, is baseball. Top five. Yeah, I mean, baseball, airplanes. Um, I mean, you could Hamburgers. say it. Yeah, but it's, not, I mean, like, we really didn't technically invent that. Like, Germany technically invented yeah, it. Yeah, that's true. But, I mean, we, I mean, we rule the hamburger world, so, like, go fuck yourself, Germany sex on tv yep right boom um you know there are a few things we did get wrong let's be real Not yeah that we, we got him wrong dude
1: like he that's like our he's top five.
0: Oh my god thank yes nice call we gave the world the most electrifying man in fucking sports entertainment dwayne fucking johnson he is my rock he is my dwayne
1: he is my johnson dude all day I'm wearing a shirt right now. It's that Shrek meme where he's like looking to the side. Uh-huh. I have that on the shirt, but it's just his face. <laughs> okay. Oh wait, wait. it's the Rock's face? No, Shrek. <laughs> Why? Why'd you bring up Shrek?
0: I don't, know. <laughs> I don't understand.
1: I'm just figured I'd share.
0: Sure. Thanks for sharing, man. I appreciate it. That's <laughs> that's, that's that's what I appreciate about you.
1: What I appreciate about you. All right. Um. So, when do you want to go to this interview? Um. I got some basketball stuff, and then we can do that. Okay. Cool. That sounds good to me. Um. We'll kick it off with Harden and Embiid, the Sixers, coming all the way back. I mean, they—they're killing it. Uh, we mentioned it briefly last week that we've got a few more games under their belt. Uh, Harden and Embiid combined for thirty six free throws and a win over the Knicks the other night. Harden's like the pick and roll game is fucking beautiful. I mean that was, I don't think you could put pick hand pick two better people in the NBA right now to run a pick and roll with than Harden and Embiid truly really ended up on the same team together.
0: Yeah. But I mean it wasn't I, really natural but I can't it was forced. Dan Harden. So that's fair, and I can't
1: stand the Sixers, so right. So I'm, ul- like- I'm ultimately hoping for their demise, but as of now, they're killing it. Um, they also signed DeAndre Jordan for the remainder of the season, he was waived by the Lakers earlier in the week. I was speculated he'd go to Philly today. That got done. Um, Denver Nuggets to Michael Porter. Uh, I thought he was going to be the X factor for them this season, they signed him to a big extension really with no like he hasn't really earned it he's a good player he's supposed to be number one overall pick that he got hurt I mean he really just can't stay healthy when he's on the court he's good not great but he can't stay healthy thought he'd be that you know thing to get them over the hump uh, with Jamal Murray coming back he's not been that this season got hurt again but he was cleared for contact so Nuggets hopefully getting back to full strength. I really want to see them fully healthy next year. I still think they have a, you know, a finals caliber team when everything is clicking. I, just, I, I need to see them all together again. Right, right. But taking another step back to that. Uh, New York City Mayor Eric Adams on the vaccine mandate. Quote, I can't make an exception just for Kyrie. <laughs> Fair enough. Stick to your guns. Love it. Keep it going. Fuck Kyrie. Lakers are melting down. Um, yes. There's a video the other night. Did you see this video? I didn't see the video, but I'm kind of loving the meltdown. Simply because all the so posts much. from all the Lakers fans are fucking hysterical, dude. I'm drinking their tears, Birdie.
0: Um, um so, <laughs> <laughs> so many tears
1: are Remember being Remember that drunk. South
0: Park episode? Scott Tenner must do. die. So my must
1: die. Absolute classic. It's probably a top 10 South Park. Oh, it's
0: so. it's top five, dude. It's definitely top five that the headlights episode. Do you remember the headlights episode? Oh, yes. Kill him. Kill him. Hold on. Oh, <laughs> my baby.
1: I forgot. All and any time
0: there's a character in South Park that says, Mr. Scientist, like I'm on board <laughs> immediately that one lemmy winks classic
1: lemmy winks lemmy winks was a stud that's a classic episode too yeah uh measuring their dick sizes and then randy comes in to tell them about how to do the right math to measure your dick
0: yes with the yaw and all that classic. tmi yes that's um and episode. also the one sure. where stan becomes a goth kid oh yeah, Sure comedy point. dude Sure <laughs> <laughs> comedy like Oh my God. When all those kids are sitting in the room and he's reading the poetry and she's like, yeah, it's pretty good. But I, I would switch that one line to like, if I cut my eyes out with Wazer blades, like, <coughs> like everything they say is so fu- <laughs> like life is pain. It's so goddamn funny, dude. That's honestly one of my all time favorites that and the one where they go to the frontier town and it gets taken hostage because it oh. has literally one of the funniest jokes I've ever seen in my life. Where you know where all the bank robbers are sitting there, and one of them's like, "I went out, give me my cut," and he slides him like two dollars in a cheeseburger, and the guy picks up the cheeseburger and fans the cheeseburger like it's money, and every time I cry, like it is just the funniest fucking joke I've ever seen, like so fucking good, man. That show used to be hysterical, sure dude. Yeah, like that show used to be so funny, man. Anyway, back to basketball. Sorry.
1: I'm loving the Lakers Uh, meltdown. That's where I was at. Lakers. (laughs) 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 The, um, there's a video the other night where, like, literally every star was yelling at the crowd. Like, LeBron turned around at one point, and he was like, shut the fuck up if you don't want to be here. If I Twitter Google uh, Lakers meltdown, do you think it'll pop up? Probably. Googling it. That or it'll just be people talking about it. But the, um... There's a video of LeBron doing it. There's a video of Russell Westbrook doing it. Uh, pretty much the only one I didn't see do it was Malik Monk, who's just out there balling. Kentucky product. Love me some Malik Monk. He's raised his stock so much with the Lakers this season. Um, the My favorite part about all that is, like, the people on the bench trying to tell the players not to yell at the fans. Because it's <laughs> it, it just shows how fucking discombobulated and disjointed like that whole organization is right now well what do you think is the players The players can't get along the fans fucking hate them they're not winning
0: right but but okay obviously like that's the the cornerstone to any meltdown but what i mean is like why is that happening do you know what i mean like why are they not winning got you.
1: i know why they don't have a fucking roster they bought they got lebron they got ad and they got russell westbrook they paid right. all of their money for that russell westbrook did not work out they got a bunch of old veterans and you know people to hey that's on metro minimum deals to play kind of what we know. were talking about with armchair in the interview it's all
0: like chemistry stuff
1: right and the lakers like they those guys don't work anymore like they've cut half of them rondo got traded DeAndre Jordan just got waived. Like, those were supposed to be your role players. Those were supposed to be the first guys off the bench for you. And that hasn't happened this season. Right. LeBron's playing great. There's nothing around him right now. AD's hurt for the foreseeable future. Russell Westbrook sucks, and you've got nothing else there. Right. And yeah. no draft picks. Yeah, so, you're like, done, good So, luck.
0: Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. I'm glad you guys you see, got that bubble. You see people posting all these like memes of Kobe that say, like, take my fucking Jersey off. <laughs> <laughs> it's very, it's <laughs> pretty fucking gold, man. Like I said, I'm, I'm loving the, the Lakers meltdown from a pure content perspective. It's beautiful. I don't know shit about why it's happening. I just loving the content. Um, is there anything else you want to yeah. talk about before we get to this interview?
1: Uh, Jalen Brown got hurt. Sprained his ankle, not good for the Celtics. We. Ugh. It's okay, buddy. They're, they're going to break my heart. It's okay, buddy. We've been playing real good. They brought me back in, and now Jalen Brown got hurt. We're going to start sucking again right before the playoffs. We're just going to limp into it, then go into another off season, where we do fucking nothing. Ugh.
0: It's all right. I'll massage your heart back to life like Neo in the Matrix. <laughs> I appreciate when it. When it happens. I got you.
1: Kevin Durant returning from his knee injury after missing 21 games and John Morant is on a different fucking level right now uh I don't know how far the Grizzlies can go but they are like top three scary teams in the west right now Are like the Suns the Warriors and the Grizzlies but I think the Grizzlies jumped the Warriors hmm like, I, I've been most scared of the Warriors all season, but the Grizzlies been playing out of their fucking mind. Ja Morant had dropped 52 points on Monday, broke his own franchise record for most points in a game for the Grizzlies for the second time in as many days. Damn, son. Yeah. Went That's out and dropped 52 and then came out and dropped 52. Let them know, son. Let them fucking know, son.
0: In the words of Method Man, patron saint
1: of Stone Sports, and like I let them know, son. Let them know, son. And Like I said a couple weeks ago, the Grizzlies do not fuck around. They will talk shit, they'll beat your ass, and they'll make sure you know that they're doing it. Yeah, um, tough stuff. Um, Birdie, I think that's, that's all I got for basketball. I think we can get into this interview. Um, okay, and then I got uh, a I do question need you for to you to, after the interview. Perfect. I, I need meant to, to bring check it up out, in the um, interview, but I, I forgot. That's all right. I need to check out. I need you to check out a video for me too. Okay. Just type in a uh, Guinness World Records helicopter pull up. We had an uh, uh, Armenian man named R- Roman Shardian. He was performing pull ups from a uh, helicopter skids, which is what it lands on, while it was in the air. Just like. The most bro thing I've ever seen in my I'm life. I'm still trying to pull like, it you, up. You bet I, bet I can't do a pull-up from a helicopter, bro? Yeah, that does sound Spent like... you, I fucking can. Oh, wow. You see
0: it? Oh, wow. Yes. Yeah. Armenian man creates world record by doing pull-ups while hanging from a helicopter. I don't know, man. We're back on this 20, su- subject. 23 pull-ups in one minute. All right, I mean, look, that's a solid stat. No matter what you're doing, pull-ups off of. You know, you do yeah, 23 pull-ups in your doorway. That's a lot of pull-ups. Better than me. Yeah, right. I, I can <laughs> I can maybe do 10. You know, like, and I, <laughs> right. I I've been working out a lot, and I could probably do 10. Um, but you know, we're back on this subject. I, they Guinness has got to step up and 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 put a a a cap on this shit. Like, you can't just be doing ridiculous shit and get a world record. You know what I'm saying? Like, look, I'm a David Rush stan and all that, but I'm just saying, you can't be like, oh, I'm going to balance 25 water bottles on my head in one minute and make that a world record. Like, that's, fuck you. Until
1: you come up here and we break all of David Rush's records, and then it's wicked cool.
0: Yeah, and then it's wicked fucking awesome.
1: Wicked fucking awesome. Yeah, fuck yeah.
0: All right, let's get to this interview. Um, great interview with Armchair. Check out their podcast. Uh Gonna have
1: to have him on again.
0: Oh uh, yeah. Uh like ASAP. Love talking to that dude. All right, let's get to it.
1: This is Stone Sports Armchair. Thank you for coming in. Uh we have been connecting on Colorcast. Uh you are a light em up alumni. I think we are both currently tied for third place in the light 'em up standings.
2: Yeah, I took an L last week. That's okay.
1: I took an L in my last appearance as well. That's all right. We'll we'll bounce back. Um we are also massive Patriots fans. Huge, and absolutely. Th- the first thing I want to talk about is JC Jackson. Um I don't know why we haven't signed him yet.
2: Uh okay, so I have uh, I have a, a a really conflicting. I love Mr. INT. Love him.
1: Mr. INT himself.
2: Uh, you know, he should really he should be promoted to Captain INT. Uh, oh let's be honest, because he he was the guy. Everybody like everybody was raving about Trayvon Diggs. Um, but at the end of the day, he was getting burned. Like Trayvon was an awful corner. He got right. picks and picks are sexy, so people like picks. J.C. Jackson, JC Jackson was a lockdown
1: corner and right. got
2: the picks. I'm gonna be honest with you, I think it's a system thing. And like, if we're if I'm okay if you franchise them, you franchise them, fine. Right. I don't know if I'm I don't know if I want to spend the money on it. We've invested a ton of money in the like in the offensive weapons that we're trying to surround Mac with. Um, That I think that Bill is more than capable. Every year they find some guy that should be like a, a grocery store bagger. Right? Like they should they find someone that should be you know right. working at like some trader Joe's like back stock shelf, Walmart employee, greeter boy, Walmart greeter, you know, uh one of those guys, uh, and they always turn out to be some sort of jackknife Swiss Army guy. and I think J.C. Jackson is that guy. The stats will tell you that he's elite, but let's also remember Malcolm Butler, mm-hmm. was elite until he wasn't that's fair stefan gilmore was elite and is still very good belichick said i'm not i'm not giving you the money because you're not worth that much and he's getting paid and he's still very good but i'm willing to bet someone's going to overpay him i think he's a free agent right now too someone's going to overpay him uh and we saw this with other guys that were like patriot mainstays like all the way back to like the junior Seau, uh vince Wilfork. Vince Wilfork was a Texan
1: after yeah, he was a true. Patriot.
2: And true. I mean, I love, I loved Vince Wilfork. I think most Pats fans loved Vince. Asante big, Samuel. Asante Samuel. So I think every time there's a guy that we fall in love with, we also have to be aware that Bill's in it for the game. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's either, <laughs> it's either, you know, Get God or uh, get them, so he's he's after him. He's not afraid to cut you in your sleep.
1: That's my coach,
2: yeah, I love,
1: um, I, my, I love it I love j c. Jackson as you do too. i if they franchise tag him, I'm okay with that. I can live with that. and part of me is can live in that fact that oh well, they're just renegotiating a new deal. they're gonna you know they'll get it done after the franchise tag season. If that ends up being the case, and, you know... The thing with the J.C. Jackson situation that's different with Stefan Gilmore is you had Jackson behind Gilmore. Yeah. I don't think we have that guy behind uh, JC, Jack- J.C. Jackson right now. Like, Kyle Duggar's good, but he's a safety. Jalen Mills was our number two corner last year, and he was okay sometimes. Sure. But I... I- If you don't bring J.C. Jackson back, especially long term, I just I don't know what our secondary is going to look like because he's the only only thing holding that together right
2: now. The only issue is ten and a half million, right? Yeah, for sure. For next year, they still have to get Jacoby Myers a deal. Jacob Johnson, uh, General Chevsky is probably going to be let go or practice squatted. Uh, But like, there's a bunch of guys that like. I don't think you can get rid of Jacoby Myers. I think no, you can't. him they like between him and Kendrick Bourne those were the guys. Like that was who Jones was making the most connection with, right. like the most rapport, and I think that something that's really understated a lot about the the Brady years was that it wasn't about necessarily like the talent of the receivers around him, but it was the rapport he had with those guys. Edelman was a dog. He went to work every day lunch pail blue-collar dog and brady had a rapport with him and that's what made them great it had nothing to do with tom's the best and brady and edelman's excellent it's about that they worked well together because if they didn't you get more of what we had at the end with wes welker right that's good thanks for the drop past wes welker Uh, god damn broncos oh my god
1: it's still pain. It's like one Can't of the painful losses in so Patriot's clutch. history.
2: So clutch. Let me just drop this third down. Needed conversion, man.
1: Dummy. He drove me Suck crazy. It, I, I loved actually, him for like the time. I, know. I, know. I loved him for the time. Hold on, hold on.
0: Fuck it. That man. might have to be the title of the episode. <laughs> Suck it, Welker. Suck it, Welker.
1: It was a great pretty fucking, It's pretty, pretty great fucking- Armstrong's great for like, yeah.
0: the one-liners. I think you make a really to good be, point, there. I love it. I think in all sports, like, the chemistry is undervalued in, like, in any sport. Like, chemistry is severely undervalued because you got a lot, and I'm all for analytics, but you got a lot of, like, you know, the chart people on Twitter and stuff saying, like, oh, this player is fantastic, and sometimes you see a good player go to a good team, and it doesn't work because there's no chemistry. You know what I mean? I I just wanted to point out, I think you made a really good point because I I think it's incredibly
2: Odell Cleveland. Odell in Cleveland. You've got the entire I think it was like 2003 or four Eagles when they brought (laughs) in like every one of those defensive like every high uh, high priced free agent on defense was signed by the Eagles and then I think they brought in um, oh God, what was that? The quarterback who is the backup vince young they brought in vince young as the backup and he told a reporter that it was a super team and the reporter printed <laughs> it and then they like they, <laughs> they flopped so hard like so hard you can't you can't say that and not back it up yeah that's because it's chemistry you grab like yeah you grabbed everybody from everywhere and no one knew how to play together
0: right and We've like sometimes We've that comes it. down to coaching too like Like, if you have a really good coach, they can foster that. But, like, also, like, I've seen it before, too. Yeah, like you said, you just grab all these great players, and you just, like, the office just hopes that it works out. And sometimes it does, and most of the time it
1: doesn't. Like, (laughs) you you know. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's, and we're kind of going to get into that same situation with the Rams. Right. Like, the Rams almost became that but they ended up getting yeah. the Super Bowl out of it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> there's there's going to come a point where um you look at franchises. So look at if you look at the NFL as a whole, there are like there are have franchises and have not franchises and they don't really change. Sometimes you get a guy like a the Rams come out of the out of the blue, but the Rams have been good for a while like the old one Super Bowl was against the Rams. Like, let's not pretend that the Rams have been, like, some miserable franchise suffering for, you know, decades and decades. Right. They've been good before, but Cleveland has not. So when they made the playoffs, it was, like, a whole thing. The Jets are not. The and Jags a couple years ago Jags when they played the us in the conference. Tag. Yeah. Right, and this is, like, so, like, these are the teams that are have-not teams, and that's because they don't know how to Build internally yet they haven't figured out what's the best way to construct a team, and usually all they end up doing is getting they have the best draft picks, and what do they do? They chase quarterbacks, probably with tiny hands. No offense, Kenny Pickett. <laughs> He's got
1: the smallest hands, armchair.
2: Sure. The smallest <laughs> hands. they're so tiny. They're really <laughs> small. It's not his. It's not his fault. It's not his fault. But they're tiny,
1: like i'm like i at work i have to wear gloves when we deal with shit yeah right i am one of the only people at work that wears an xl glove and it's too small for my hand like i'm damn son i'm I'm close to asking them to order a 2xl glove the like and my hand doesn't like completely comfortably fit around a football (laughs) Right. So I, I'm imagining Kenny Pickett's hands gripping an NFL football, like under pressure. It's just not going to work.
2: He'll yeah. Be fine. If, <laughs> be, I'll, yeah. I'll tell you what's going to happen. This is what's going to happen. Kenny Pickett's going to get drafted hopefully by a team that doesn't play in cold weather and he'll be fine. If he plays indoors, he'll be fine. He can grip a ball. However, if he plays for the Steelers who were supposedly really high on him, Ooh. I think he's in trouble because Pittsburgh's cold, as fuck, it's chilly. As yeah, fuck. I heard like,
1: today potentially a Jimmy Garoppolo Pittsburgh connection,
2: and that could that could happen. I love Jimmy G. I do. Like he gets no no respect at all in that league. He gets yeah. zero respect. Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> <at the NBA. laughs> He's got a winning. He's got a winning record as a quarterback, and he legitimately took his team <laughs> to a Super Bowl. If not for some crazy play from Holmes. and people are like, "Ah, oh, he's trash. Get him out of here." Yeah. I want to see Trey Lance, the guy they've saw like eight snaps from. They're like, "He's the future." Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's okay. the that's the
1: sports. And then you have people slash shitting on era. Mac Jones still. That's like what. You think Trey Lance is going to be the guy? You just saw a whole season for Mac Jones.
2: Have fun. Congratulations.
1: (laughs) Have fun. Enjoy Trey Lance. Yeah.
2: I'm glad you took
1: him over Mac at number three.
2: See you Um... in the draft in a few years. But,
1: I mean,
0: hold on, though. Like, you mentioned the haves and the have-not franchises, and I love that wording. But, you know, the thing that always trips me out is, like, how have you not figured it out yet? Do you know, like if you look at like the jets, like it's not like the jets have only been around for 10 years. They've been around for fucking ever, you know? Yeah. And it's, yeah, I get that. But it's like, even still, like if you break it down, it's like, I don't know. I, how have you fucked this up? If I run face first into a wall over and over again, eventually I'm going to get a concussion. And my first thought is going to be, don't run face first into a wall anymore. You idiot." But, like, it's just – I don't know. It's just crazy to me. Like, how have you not – I mean, we were talking about on the show a couple weeks ago. Like, if you watch Ted Lasso, there's a joke at one point where they're like, what do you call it when you suck? And one of them's like, the New York Jets. And it's like, dude, you've become a cultural equivalent of, like, always being terrible. Like, you can't come back from that.
2: (laughs) The issue with the Jets has always been when you're really bad and in a big market. So the, the Jags don't have to deal with this. Nobody cares about Jacksonville. No offense to Jacksonville listeners of Stone Sports. We don't we have any. You. There's You're none. You. <laughs> we don't have any. <laughs> but if anybody is, let's, let's assume that someone at some point finds. Armchair,
1: a show. we offend Florida <laughs> on a regular <laughs> on basis, a daily
2: like so, so much. So nobody, nobody cares in Jacksonville if you win or lose. Right. It's not even like the Jags that people wear the gear, but like we're talking about a franchise that was like all in on Blaine Gabbert. So like we're really not setting high <laughs> bar. Isn't we're not talking about like oh the, the pinnacle of victory it's jacksonville right right so like i was they're like probably 13 i was like they yeah, took more fucking Blaine water. gabbert yeah they're more excited for like uh boats they can take out out of the swamp right like right, that's, right. What that's what they care about uh but you're in new york for the jets you have to do something so ownership goes and makes a bold move so they hire Adam Gase, why? Because Peyton Manning said he was the best offensive coordinator he ever had. Right. As an OC, he was probably good. I'm not saying he was bad. I'm just saying you also had Peyton fucking Manning. So like, <laughs> right. let's weigh the, you know, no no right. offense to Mr. Butt Fumble, but he's not Peyton Manning. Like let's you have to think <laughs> about this, but the owner doesn't see that. He goes, "Adam Gase, best offensive coordinator Peyton ever had. He's going to be the best coach we ever had." And then he bungles the hell out of it and you're like three or four draft bad draft picks you waste money on guys like jamal adams now you're paying seat C- now seattle's paying you to like they 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 did such a good thing by hiring rob salah there and as much as it pains me i think they're on their way up but it's been a long time of chasing and when you chase in football you're going to lose you're going to lose. And that's why Detroit's been so bad for so long. That's why there are, like, you know, the teams that are have nots. You do, because they're always yeah. the, like, the quote unquote lovable losers. Whether they're good or not ever is kind of irrelevant. You have one, like, the Bengals were that for a long time. And now we get to see next year if Burrow is the real deal. I think he is. I think he is too. I'm yeah, not, I do too. I'm not ready to call it. not ready to sit here and say this is oh bengals are forever going to be a have no it took a long time of being you have to either win or lose horribly to get good in the nfl if you settle for mediocrity you will suck forever in perpetuity kind of like
1: florida kind of like florida (laughs) i've said that forever like in the nfl if you're a mediocre team in the nfl it's probably the worst place to be in all of professional sports yeah hockey's the same way it is that's exactly what i was about to say
0: it's the same way you do not want to be middle of the pack
1: which is a good transition i want to get to hockey i just have one more question about the patriots for your armchair absolutely um free agents last year you mentioned Kendrick Bourne, and you know our love cap. Ca- I love Kendrick Bourne too. He's so good. Underrated, the- si-
2: most underrated signing they made, and he won't get love until probably middle of next year for it.
1: Probably, yeah, that's probably true. Um, I want to talk about the guys that I think we whiffed on. Sure, Nelson Aguilar for one. You think we whiffed on him? A little bit. I mean, I, I do just- have for one, I just don't like Nelson Aguilar (laughs) and like he, he had a little bit of a resurgence with the Raiders. Like he started to become a little bit more of a deep threat. And I thought we were going to get that. He was, I mean, Mac missed him a couple times for sure. Definitely like uh, some rookie issues there, but there are also times where the dude was just like, not like he's running a go route through the middle of the field. And like the ball is, you know, where go route supposed to be or like he's one on one and all he needs to do is jump for the ball and he just like still is trying to run and
2: catch it off his back shoulder. I think it comes back to the beginning conversation we had about chemistry. I think that Mac is a was a rookie quarterback Mm -hmm. who had comfort with Jacoby Myers because Jacoby Myers made the effort. The things that Jacoby was doing are not things that Aguilar is going to do because Aguilar is a vet. He's not going to he's not going to kill himself over the middle. Right. He's not Edelman. He's not Welker. He doesn't. He doesn't want another. He doesn't want a concussion. He's a go guy. He's like you know, if you hit me deep, I'm gonna take it deep. And he had a couple of those that definitely were like banger plays. I think that overall, uh, I'm okay with Agalor. I don't think we spent a ton on him.
1: No, like, we spent more. It on could have been.
2: It could have been way worse. Born was the was the wideout that I'm. I'm happy they got. The bigger, I guess, the whiff that I think you're probably gonna ask me about is Jonu smith though yes well, unless you were a fan Johnnie, i was getting to him next
1: i would I, i'm more on the impression i'm not completely out on Jonu yet no me neither i, I think still want to see walk. them they did they didn't use any two tight end sets really i think that,
2: they, that and they it as like a henry. blocker yeah hunter henry was the guy um that got the targets because hunter henry's got great hands I think Jonu had a couple of drops early. He got hurt a little bit. And then Josh McDaniels didn't know what to do with him. Yeah. And that's fine.
1: I completely agree with you.
2: But I think that there were like a couple of times where you saw him get going. And you're like, this is the guy that they signed. On On the offense, he's a great blocker. And I think that we never see that. You're not going to talk about it. It's not flashy. It's not in your face. But there were definitely times where you needed Jonu Smith to block. And he did. And he got the job done. I think next year you'll probably see more two tight end with Bourne and Myers. I don't know. Are you on the uh, on the Mechie train, or are you thinking that they're going to go I somewhere want,
1: else? I am completely fine if we go with Mechie. If my ideal situation right now is Jamison Williams in the first, second round, we get uh, is it Chad? I don't know if it's Chad or Chase, but the Muma kid from Wyoming. I want him, and then we would probably have to go secondary after that.
2: I think we need secondary.
1: Agreed. I, I, the other thing I won't be upset with is if we go linebacker, secondary, John Matchy.
2: Yeah. Right now, there's kind of a, oh, my God, I hate these. So Drake London is is kind of there on uh, on a few people's. Chris Olave. I've heard a lot. My of guy Alave. is Burks. Um, and Devin Lloyd, I see Devin Lloyd a few times too. Chris Olave oh, wow. was, um, was the guy that I assumed um, would probably be there for the Patriots. I think it's okay to go offensive. Belichick has not done us any favors drafting offensive guys. No. Uh, so it would be nice to hit on another can't-miss receiver. Mechie seems a little on the nose, if, if I'm being honest. It's kind of like, yeah, I get it. We're Alabama North like i get right
1: it. apparently well, they're I'm... scouting another bama guy too and i can't remember his name off the top of my head but he's supposed to be a day three guy, He's a slot receiver I, I, his name is escaping me but uh, there's another bama guy they're looking at
2: supposedly too
1: so now that i've heard all three bama receivers news of them going to patriots
2: yeah and i think that's going to happen with belichick's relationship with uh with saban so they're just best friends best. There. I I said uh, that was
1: my last thing, but how about Ridley?
2: Uh, I'm in on Ridley if we can get him for the right price.
1: What would you, what would be too much? Uh,
2: I heard Ridley for um, Winovich, which I don't know if I like. I don't th- think I do. Uh, and then a couple of picks like a second and a third and i'm okay giving up some draft capital if it means that we get an established receiver people keep talking about well what about his you know his uh, mental health issues i think that he was just having a tough time in atlanta they started Mm -hmm. losing like immediately as soon as he got there i think that they weren't really doing anything to help him out they were trying to figure out where they wanted to go are they a rebuild are they not and, you know, Matt Ryan trying to hold on for dear life. So I think that a new situation is good for him. I would be okay if we got rid of someone like uh, Nikhil Harry. And pick for him some picks. I don't yep. want to get rid of Chase Winovich. I, like I don't either. Chase, I love Winovich. Uh, but I think that he's probably that you're probably going to have to give up something on defense for him. So we'll see. How about it's Uche, Uche
1: and Nikhil Harry and a second round pick.
2: Yeah, I'm all right with that. Seven A C A <laughs> C. Yeah, exactly. I'll give you all our draft picks from the last few years. That's fine, man. I'm good with that. All right, let's get into some hockey
1: now. Okay, right. you're a Leafs fan, right? You are. No. Yeah.
2: Oh no. I'm okay. Habs fan. Oh, you're a Habs fan. I, am the... yeah. <laughs> I thought you were a Leafs fan, aren't That's my bad. Listen. Uh, if I can get one thing out on this show, fuck the Leafs.
1: <laughs> uh, that's, that's one thing awesome. we could agree
2: on.
0: Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, we always say the. Uh, I do have the a Leafs winning
2: be would be uh,
0: the key. To the Leafs winning in the playoffs would be Austin Matthews shaving his mustache because that thing's fucking terrible.
2: They lost five one to Buffalo the other day, and I was dude. So
0: and they beat Detroit ten to I'll... seven, and everybody's like, "Oh, they scored ten goals," and I'm like, "Yeah, but they gave up seven on Detroit, y'all." Like, that's the part of the conversation yeah. we really need to be talking about here.
2: <laughs> you all lost A4, I don't even care. I'm like, I, look, yeah. my team is bad right now. We're, yeah. But everyone and everyone that's like, oh, the, the Habs are like, you know, they, they did a cup run last year. Why are they so bad now? They did a cup run with Shea Weber and Carey Price still playing. And right. I think if you take care, forget, forget the Carey Price factor for a second, because that's a big part of it. Right. We're rolling out like a triple-A goalie in the hopes that he can carry an nhl team yeah, or I figured
1: five years played for you guys the other night he killed it but he yeah he hadn't played in five fucking years i know the hamburgler andrew yeah Hamm- the hamburgler andrew <laughs>
2: hammond <laughs> yeah i remember i remember losing to him when he was in ottawa as a habs fan and that was miserable um <laughs> but it's it's not just that shea weber is a presence when he's on the ice oh the absolutely changed. Yeah, absolutely. And, and everyone all of a sudden is like, "Oh, you what? You still got Jeff Petrie?" And it's like, Petrie's an offensive-minded guy, and doesn't you're not scared to go into the boards, right? When Jeff Petrie's there, when Weber's there, you're not going behind the net with your head down. Yeah, cause, I mean, because you might get Scott Stevens. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I hate
0: I hate to admit it, because I do think the game is slightly trending away from it, but. there is something to be said still for having like the gritty player on your roster because you need one. Yeah. You need at least one. I I'm a Rangers fan. You look at the Rangers and they have roughly the same roster they did last year, minus a couple people they didn't need. And one they really did, but they got Ryan Reeves and it it's, it doesn't just change the way that like, teams play against you i think it also changes the way your team plays because if you have a guy who's going to stick up for your teammates you know then
2: your teammates will want to rise to the occasion a little more do you know what i mean well yeah your goalie doesn't play in his net as much either so right like, there's it, ch- it really like when i say changes the game i mean like physically changes the way that the game is approached when you right. have a, like you have a standout defenseman you've got a, a you know, any any one of the, like, top 10 defensemen in the league, your team is playing a lot better. Yeah. You've got guys coming out, and your goalie can play at the top of his crease. Right. Because he's not worried about some guy blowing by. You're right. not worried, oh, you know, there's going to be, I'm going to have to stand on my head. That doesn't happen. Yeah. It doesn't happen right now. When you're, like, Montreal's biggest issue right now is, who's who's going to stand up in front of anyone right who no one no one's doing it and like the goalies are bad right now and there's it's nothing like jake allen's hurt they're playing like we keep we keep moving guys around I, like i said when i, I wasn't kidding like we're playing andrew hammond and montenblow who's like at best an AHL goalie right right like he's, he's an american league goalie and he's he's probably an american league backup you don't yeah. want to kill anyone <laughs> else on the roster <clears throat> what are yeah. they supposed to do so they're like at least they're tanking right i guess yeah like, i mean right now this is the worst season i like i was riding high last year man I of, was course. So happy. of course of course that run was magic and if you're anybody that is you know like look if you're if you're a bruins fan you probably reluctantly were like yeah okay it's good i guess yeah but like yes that's
1: exactly but what like happened.
2: <laughs> but like Anybody else was like, man, there's something crazy that's going on there. And they were like, they were winning with like super young guys. They've got a great core. I like some of the signings they made, but they just have no chemistry. Their coaching was bad early on. I was fading no them do like It was brutal. Just waiting so, for them to lose. I mean, look, they've got up to 13 wins. So they're double digits. Congratulations. Yeah. There's, snaps the snaps for the Habs. Snaps seasons. for the
0: Habs. Well, let me ask you this. You know how do you feel about Gorton?
2: I'm all right with him. Yeah. (laughs) I I think that, I think that as an executive, you need someone to like bring a big picture that can execute it. And I think that the biggest knock on Bergevin was that all he, he, he tried, he tried things. He like, it's it's not saying he didn't try things. Yeah. The PK trade uh, hurt when he made it. But like a year later you see the rewards from that, which is you're taking a guy who's a bad locker room guy, very talented, very young, for a like stoic leader. You need leaders in hockey. Yeah, you do. Unlike like football needs football needs leaders, but you need like you need like six. You need one on every side of the ball and you need guys that you can like that can bounce off each other and do that. In hockey you just need to have at least one guy in the room. And he doesn't have to say much, but he just, when he talks, everybody has to look at him, Right. you know? And everybody's yeah. like, <clears throat> like, that's what guys like again, lower in Calgary, Sean right. Thornton for the Bruins. Yeah. Thornton for the Bruins. Well, you know, and like, so the bees have had a lot of guys like that, but like Bergeron, Bergeron right now is the guy. Right? Yeah. No one's, no one's going to like, if he's talking, no one's like, shut up, Bergie. No, one, right. no one's going to do that to that guy. You know yeah. what I mean? If Rangers he talks, a everybody's right listening. Kreider. Uh, I got a love-hate thing for Kreider. Yeah,
0: trust me, so do God, I. The offices <laughs> of Christopher, Christopher J. Kreider? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'll be honest with you, man. I think now the PK trade looks real good because all that slew footing he's doing out there, it's like, oof, that's, that's not a
2: good look. <laughs> so you don't have to deal with that. that- Bergevin was great for biceps guy was cut. Like he was ripped and he, and he could pull off a suit and he could pull off a suit. Right. But he like a lot of his moves were short sighted and half done. Right. They were, they were half baked ideas. They were like literally half baked. He, he had finished half of the idea. We need to get a scoring guy. And then he trades away someone that's not performing, but he would bring back two like bottom six forwards. And you're like, well, that's not really helpful. Like you're not, you're not yeah. helping us here. Like yeah, y- you need to you need to finish the move by bringing in someone like legit. And he brought back uh, Kovalev, which was a good move, but he didn't do anything else to supplement it. So it's like, it would always get so far and then run out of steam. And you're relying 100% on Carey Price to bail you out, and you can only do that so long, until you run into like a buzz saw like Tampa.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, sometimes like certain owners will just you know fix a problem but create another one or certain gms yeah. will do that you know what i mean
2: listen cocaine's a hell of a drug that's why tampa won <laughs> i'm gonna say it right now yeah
0: and cheating you know
2: roster manipulation cheating. let's just call it what it i is. i can't stand i can't stand <laughs> that. It is, it's so irritating it's so irritating because it's like if if you knew you could do that why wouldn't you just do it right. why wouldn't you just? yeah no i mean I, I agree with that you.
0: Yeah, I agree with you, but I'm just saying, you know, you're playing with a, what, hundred and some million dollar roster. Everybody else is playing with an $87 million roster. It's kind of like, uh, does this count anymore? Um, yeah. I mean, look, you, I, you a know. Full
2: superstar player.
0: Yeah. I mean, Gorton was, you know, he rebuilt the Rangers pretty well. There, I think there were still some pieces that were needed, and he was ushered out a little too quickly. But, uh, yeah, I think he'll do a solid job in Montreal. I have confidence Executives in him.
2: Move. Executives move. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm okay with Gordon. I like. I like that they've changed it up a little bit. They didn't go with like. There's always there's a lot of hate for the like they want someone French speaking and like right. everyone, outside of Quebec, and I'm not in Quebec, but everyone outside of Quebec is like, well, why do they need that? And it's like, well, okay, you're going to a place where like the primary fan. Uh, is like 50% French speaking. So right. you maybe want to have someone that can at least competently have a media conference or like just pick the best hockey guys. And it's like, it doesn't work like that if no one's going to show up to the goddamn games. Right. Yeah. I mean, like you
0: got to like pander to your fan base a little bit. Like it's still part of running a little thing. You don't got to give know? them everything. Right. You got to give
2: them something. Yeah, for sure. I agree. So you're a Rangers fan. You're sitting third place in the Metro right now. Are you yeah. catching Pittsburgh or Carolina? I don't know, man.
0: I don't know. I think it all comes down to, I mean, first of all, Igor is like a On legend. level. Yeah, he's fucking ridiculous. We call him the Russian samurai because he always like wipes the ice off his stick like a samurai wipes blood off a sword. Uh, Like, on his sleeve, you know? Pay attention, he does that shit all the time. It's amazing. Um, (laughs) But uh, he does, dude. He'll just, like, stick it right in his sleeve and, like, wipe it off. It's fucking amazing. But he's on another level. And the power play is ridiculous because you've got Kreider in the offices of Christopher J. Kreider all day. (laughs) And you have Panarin and you have Zibinijab. But the five-on-five is struggling. So... I think if they make a move at the trade deadline, and honestly, I a lot of people are saying they need like a, a top six guy. I don't necessarily think that's the case. Obviously, it wouldn't hurt to have like a hurdle or somebody like that. And they have $32 million in cap space. So they could, you know, the, it's wide open, whatever they want to do. I really think Thomas the problem is, is
1: mine and you stay away from them.
0: They don't have a third line. Like, they have two lines and then a fourth line that's, like, a checking yeah. line. Their third line is non-existent. So, I honestly, like, my personal belief is the better bet would be to go get, like, two, you know, third line wingers and just run that and see what happens. You know, I, I, I feel we like.
2: Have those. Right. <laughs>
0: oh,
1: dude. I
0: honestly think we that. You just gave um, up to
1: Foley, too. What's his
0: name? Lycanon. Yeah, is that I, his name? I, yeah, yeah, like, there's a lot of rumors around that, and I, I could see that working, but I just don't know, you know, what the asking price is going to be for a guy like that. And I like, if you look at, like, his heat maps at 5 on 5, like, they're fucking, I mean, it's lit up everywhere. Like, what's the story with that dude? Like, can you give me a rundown on that dude? No.
2: no, <laughs> I'm um, uh, well, just being honest, I don't know enough about him. But, yeah, like, I don't I, I,
0: that's what I'm saying like I, I don't know either. Like everyone keeps mentioning I'm like who the fuck is this guy?
2: Yeah, it's it's not going to happen I don't think. There's I see a lot of uh everything on our on the Montreal side of things right now Right, talking Ben Chirot. That's uh-huh. what it is. Everybody's worried about Ben Chirot. Where's Ben Chirot going? What's going on with Ben Chirot? Uh and that's all they care about right now because he's going to be the biggest ticket on that roster right now that's going to net them something positive. Right. And I don't know if it's draft capital or if it's going to be young guy or if it's going to be both, it's probably going to be both. And it's probably going to be from a contender who's on the edge. It's not going to be someone that's like well-established. There's a lot of like rumors that Toronto is going to try to pick up Sherrod and Lee fans hate that because yeah. last time we traded them a D man, it was Mike Komisarek, and we like fleeced them. So <laughs> I'm, I'm good however they want to do this. They didn't realize that Markov was the guy, but, you know, whatever. Look, if they want to make some trades, we'll make some trades. So Montreal does. Yeah, I mean... We're, now, we're, now we're a trading franchise. We don't we don't play hockey anymore. I don't yeah. even check the box for it <laughs> this, is the, this is the problem. This season this season started out so poorly Yeah. that I was just like, oh, well, it's a write-off. I was like, I was all in. I was ready to go give it another, like... I can imagine. I got away from hockey. I got away from hockey for a while because... It just wasn't like the excitement level wasn't there. You're a team in the middle. Yep. I have to hear about how great Austin Matthews is from every Leaf fan oh, around me because they think that he's the, you know, second coming. And I'm I'm, sure I heard compared dude,
1: it like this last week. Leafs fans are the Dallas Cowboys fans of the NHL. <laughs>
2: <laughs> You're not wrong. I mean,
0: dude, like it's not <laughs> even not until wrong. recently. It's not even just the fans though. Like it's like, A lot of hockey media will be like, you know, uh, Toronto is like the best team ever. It's like, dude, I mean, they get bounced every year. Like, how long can we say they're the best team ever if they just keep getting bounced out? Like, uh, it drives me fucking nuts. They're
2: they're not well. They're not well constructed. They're built on a goalie who's good for about 40 games a year. And then they're like, well, you know, Jack Campbell can probably play 50, but he can't play 55. And I was like, that's five games. He can't play 50. He can't play 55. He can't play 50. I literally saw it on one of the networks. The guy was like, you know, uh, Campbell's pretty good. He could probably play like up to 50 games, but like you need him to play at least 55. And I was like, the five games are not the problem. You're not missing anything by five games. The problem is that you need to continue this into the playoffs. He plays 40 games. He's probably fine. He's a, I, I like Jack Campbell. I think he's a good guy. I think he's a good yeah. goalie. I just don't think that he's like, uh, he's not sterking. He's not, uh, He's Mark Stromer in his prime, he's not. He's not uh, Lou Bobbin. Is fine. In prime, he's not any of those guys that Mm-mm. can. St- he's not. too harassed. Um, Tim Thomas. Tim Thomas, yeah. Tim Thomas,
1: good shout.
0: I mean, like Jack oh, Campbell. Exactly. Like I remember, like in the first, like I don't know, f- half of the season somewhere. Everyone's saying, like, him and Igor are the, the Vesna candidates. But then the Rangers play the Maple Leafs, and Ryan Reeves scores two goals on Jack Campbell. And I immediately, like, told Dubs, I was like, well, at that point, you got to be taken out of the Vesna race. If Ryan Reeves scores two goals on you in one game, like, you're out of that if conversation. You're sorry, by bro. Ryan
2: Reeves. <laughs> yeah, dude, like, that's a bad look, man. <laughs> I, like, look, there's a couple of teams that I root for regardless, and, like, they're bad. And I wish they were be- Like I like seeing um, Edmonton competing, because yeah. I think it's important for hockey that McDavid gets a chance to go I deep agree. in the playoff. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't love the Oilers, but I'd still rather see them advance. Toronto is such a like. They don't need to win to have people like that team. Mm-hmm. They don't. No, they don't. Right. There's. There's. They could be. They could go back to the Harold Ballard years and be miserable again, and they would still fill the seats with all of the suits and that's what they are the team is not like there are real fans that love that team and i apologize to them because it's gonna sound bad but their their arena is filled with the high-end suits that love to like you know show off their clients and whatever and right. that's fine it's just you know if you're gonna do that take them to vegas because it's a better show
0: yeah right yeah the vegas like pregame show is
2: ridiculous dude it's insanity yeah who would you rather like would you rather have the leafs like the leafs are coming up against it they've got basically they basically have this year and i think that's it and then they got to start paying guys more money than they're worth and more money than they can afford and they're going to win cups elsewhere yep that's exactly what's going to happen i'm here for it
1: i'll drink all of their tears absolutely yeah yeah um last stuff before we get out of here armchair um I want your Stanley cup prediction and I want to hear your favorite player of all time
2: and why. Yes. Oh, favorite player is easy. Favorite player is easy, but I'll go Stanley cup first. Um, I think we're going to have, Oh God. Uh, I know it's tough. I think we're going to have, I think we're going to have Calgary coming out of the West. Me too. Colorado is super good. St. Louis is great. Calgary's plus fifty seven. They added to Foley who's as like a bona fide goal scorer. They're a really good team in a tough conference. I think they're coming out of the West. Uh out of the East. uh man. The East is the hard a juggernaut. It it really is. I'm like I'm really leaning Florida. Me too. I, I love they're Florida. I like right the makeup. Of, I love the makeup of that team. Um Carolina's a real tough out though. Yeah. And you yeah. can't like and what do you do with, what do you do with Pittsburgh? Like how I know can you discount everything that they're going through. Like they could show up and this is what Boston was for like 10 years. They make it to the playoffs and you're like, ah, fuck. Boston's probably got to win it now. They're, just, <laughs> they're experienced. And good. It's true though, because they're experienced. Yeah. You don't know any regular season means nothing. Once the playoffs start, of course, you yeah. get on a heater and you go. Yeah. Uh, and favorite, favorite player of all, Oh, out of those two, I think Calgary wins. In I Calgary. agree. I, I mean, change. I think
0: like the thing about Calgary that people sleep on is the defense, like the defense, can, and when it gets going, like it's pure shutdown. Like you're not getting shit to they're, the net.
2: They're well coached. They're really yeah. well coached, and they and they play well as a unit. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, favorite player of all time was was Patrick Waugh.
0: Yeah. Uh, Wahzarba.
2: I had no like. Look, I grew up uh, in the like. I got to see my team win a Stanley Cup, which was super cool.
1: I'm very happy
2: that I got it better than a lot of other people who have, you know, shitty fan bases. It's not my fault. Um, I get to see the Rangers right after Montreal won, then New York won. So yeah, good. A couple of years later. So it's not a big deal. Uh, But look, the Patrick Waugh was the, he was like, he was flashy in the net. He was making saves, but he still looked like a goalie. The dominator would be in there. He was the other guy of that era. And he'd just be throwing limbs, and it's crazy, but there's no rhyme or reason to it. You can't replicate it. You can't imitate it. I can imitate a Patrick Waugh butterfly glove save. Right. In fact, when you're playing ball hockey, you'd almost lean the other way to entice the guy to go glove side on you so that you could just whip out the glove (laughs) and rob him. Yeah, right, right. Because that's what you're doing. Patrick Waugh was my guy, 100%. Yeah. No doubt. I got his autograph the year he won the cup came to my hometown and was doing a bunch of signings so because mike mcphee owns car dealerships up here
0: (laughs) i mean (laughs) i i don't know anyone that would like hate on that pick Uh, patrick
2: was like a fucking legend yeah yeah he's he's my guy he's been my guy since forever and you know gretzky lemieux all incredible players that i watched growing up but it's yeah i'm
0: i'm the same way dude like mike richter is like my favorite player of all time so I'm I right there Mike with you. Richter. Yeah, Mike Richter was the Brian Leach, man. Yeah. yeah, I love Leachy. Don't get me wrong. Brian Leach yeah. is, is a god, but Mike Richter was my guy. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was the man. I have no other questions. Do you have any other questions, Dubs?
1: It could talk sports with armchair forever, but I know he's got shit. Yeah, to do, I'm starting so. to get that
0: vibe. I'm starting to get that vibe. <laughs> I um. <laughs>
1: i'll uh, i'll let you plug whatever you want to plug here armchair and we'll, uh, we'll get the fuck on out
2: of here I uh check you me on. out on my podcast armchair commentary podcast i review historic sports moments and events uh i used to cover just basically the everyday stuff but uh my last three episodes taking a new of a new season where we're we're going back in time and looking at iconic moments in sports i've got uh Joe Carter's walk-off World Series-winning home run coming up uh, in the next week. Love it. I That's love that sure idea. That's that. fucking awesome, dude.
1: Yeah, this man had me like throwing up in my car, reliving the um, <laughs> the Giants Patriots Super Bowl <laughs> uh, a couple weeks cool. ago. That was a great episode. It was a phenomenal <laughs> episode, but oh my god, the trauma. <laughs>
2: sad music at the end and everything i
1: know <laughs> sad music i was like already down in the dumps and then the music played and i was like oh my god 100 <laughs> percent. i thanks appreciate you them. coming all on back. man appreciate we'll you. we'll talk to you soon sounds good thanks guys all right and we're
0: back okay so i have a question i wanted to ask you in the interview and i really wanted armchairs like um opinion on it, but Thoughts? I forgot. So we're gonna ask it now. if you could have on your team, the Bruins specifically, Igor and or Austin Matthews, who would you take? Igor, right? fucking thank you dude and i can't remember who posed but somebody posed a question on 100. twitter
1: especially the bruins
0: right like somebody posed a question on twitter it blew up and then it was on this rangers podcast i list to. shout outs blue shirts breakaway awesome podcast um but yeah i was like this is a super interesting question specifically for the bruins because i feel like everyone wants to automatically grab matthews because he's the big shiny piece but like with the bruins if you had igor like it's done we're well in the come yeah like lock it up son it's over you know, that's yeah. why
1: getting to Quebec was going to be so huge. But he just he wasn't yeah. the
0: same. No, he wasn't. He wasn't the same. It's a shame.
1: It's a goddamn shame. Uh, Jeremy Swayman. <laughs> Swayman's not that bad, though, dude. No, he just scares me. Yeah, of course. It's like I'm it's like I'm about to watch a car crash. And then, like, every time it doesn't happen, I'm like, I can see that every time they come down the ice. I get nervous. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah,
0: because, like, when we went to play all, what was it, like, about a month ago or whatever, I was like, this is going to be bad. And then we ended up winning. And I was like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. That's how th- I remember that feeling. It's terrible. And that's why, like, I didn't talk shit. We're like, so
1: good in front of that,
0: dude. Yeah, I don't, I don't like to talk shit because I just feel like it always comes back on you. Like, for instance, the other night when the Rangers played the Capitals, my homeboy who's a Cavs fan was like, you fucking suck. I hope Ryan Reeves is in the hospital and all this, like, awful shit. And I just didn't respond. And then we beat him five to one. And he was like, all right, yeah, like, whatever, we suck. And I was like, no, that's what you get for talking shit, bro. Like, that's what happens when you talk shit. coming me
1: out of the blue like that. The,
0: the hockey gods are like, oh, oh, you want to talk <laughs> shit? Eat this dick, bitch. You know, like that's how it works, man. Motherfuckers you ta- gotta learn. Talking
1: shit. Here's dick,
0: bitch. Yeah, you think the Maple Leafs would have fucking learned by now, but apparently not. Um, all right. Well, I don't have anything else to talk about. Do you have anything else to talk about?
1: Not at all, my friends.
0: All right. Well, uh, yeah, that'll do it. Thanks for listening to this episode. Go check out Armchair Show. Um, we'll be back on Colorcast this Tuesday, like Dub said, back with ferocity. Uh, Follow us on all the socials. It's Instagram, Twitter, Twitch. and Go buy some fucking CBD. Yeah, and go buy some fucking CBD, bro. Like, support CBD and and support this podcast, please. We would really appreciate it. Um, Like, comment, subscribe, all that stuff. And uh, let's get
1: out of here. Yeah, I
0: need to make some fucking food. All right, my dude. I'll see you later. Later. Bye.